Welcome to the Crowdmakers, inside the C-suite of sports and entertainment, the definitive podcast on the inner workings of the business side of professional sports, concerts, and live events. These are the people that are shaping the new landscape of the industry, the executives that are creating the new paradigm for live entertainment. These are the inside conversations you won't hear anywhere else. These are the Crowdmakers. Support for the Crowdmakers comes from ISBI 360, the digital training network that uses micro-learning and spaced repetition to form new habits of success in sales, service, leadership, and more. Created by sports and entertainment industry experts for the industry. Learn more at ISBI360.com. And now, here's your host for the Crowdmakers, Bill Gertine. Bill Gertine here once again on the Crowdmakers at the floor of the ALSD conference in Las Vegas in conjunction with Ticket Summit and the ECHL. And I'm here with a darn good friend. I can't believe we get a chance to talk after 18 months. He's the co-founder and chief innovation officer at Forefront. It's Dan Magala. Dan, thank you so much for being on the program. Well, thank you so much for having me. And uh, it's an honor to be with not only a great sports marketer, but a musician as well that I got to see today. So uh, stay in innovation for you, my friend. Well, thank you. And what I understand is, which I did not know, is that you're the guitar guy. And so perhaps there's some things we ought to do. I mean, today. I feel like you and I should take our show on the road and start a sports marketing band. <laughs> We're looking for a drummer and a bass player, probably, and we could we could fill it from there. So if anybody's listening, uh, you know, Bill at ISBI360.com, just let us know. Take us through, if you would, Dan, where you were mid-March last year when you realized sports would probably be in for not something that would be short-term. Yeah, no, so it's it's interesting to kind of reflect back and, and also like look ahead. For us uh, at Forefront, we're the digital agency of record for the NCAA. So probably that week of March 11th um, was, was a mix of emotions like you can't imagine for us. I'll also kind of take a step back now that I'm thinking about it. March 8th, the Sunday was International Women's Day, and our team had just finished a really beautiful strategy for the Cricket World Cup women's event in Melbourne, which the largest ticketed event for women's sport this century. We drew 86,000 people on that Sunday, coming off a high like you can't believe, the art of possible, you know that feeling, Bill, you're just so proud of doing something that's never been done. And then March 11th, we start talking to the NCAA about the play-in games and all of these things that are happening. Our team of data strategists are maneuvering of this and that. Um, it's the audience size over the age of 50. How can we protect them? And you know we're maneuvering and then the floor just dropped. So for me um, and our team, Probably one of the learnings was, I think we had a front row seat to how catastrophic this was going to be. And I think that allowed us, um, you know, in a optimistic, persevering way, understand that we should get ahead of this, right? Maybe in a different way where I think some of my colleagues or, um, you know, great industry friends maybe didn't have that moment and it's, oh, well, we're the NFL and we're still going to be okay. Or, you know, you start to kind of believe what you want to, that as painful as that was, I think it was a really great lesson uh, for us. And we, again, we were coming off the confidence of the Melbourne event. Um, but at the same time, I think that was helpful for us to understand 
this is going to be bad. How can we be part of the solution? What are we learning from it? Um, and, and just recognize um, that the world has changed and, and, and we need to adapt to it too. Yeah. Forefront, that's number four, F-R-O-N-T, for those keeping score at home, uh, is known for its creative solutions to things. And certainly there have been a lot of solutions needed over the last 15 to 18 months. What have you been proudest of with your group in helping people restructure or redefine as we go forward as an industry? Yeah, um, you know, I, I think first and foremost, and um, you know, we're here at ALSD, right? And at the end of the day, our industry is a community of people. And I think what I'm most proud of um, is the impact that we've had on the teams and leagues that we work with around the world, not as organizations, but as human beings during that frontline time. I'll, I'll give you like a perfect example of that. What we've really talked about is um, during this time, it's it's normally in sports, we have a fixed mindset, right? We go through the motion sometimes, whether we think we do or not, we send out the pocket schedules at the same time. We do our season ticket renewals at the same time, promotional calendar, and there's um, a rhythm to it. And I think the rhythm was, um, you know, been changed during this time. So I think we worked really hard with teams to adopt a growth mindset. How can you do something that's never been done before? How do you grow as a person? And there's one example that I would share. Um, the Minnesota Twins are one of our longstanding partners and they were looking to, um, the Cinnamon Toast Crunch was a sponsor of theirs. And our team, and I'll give a shout out to Katie LaCroix who works on our innovation team, great rising star in our industry. Katie came up with the idea for these Cinemojis that sat in left field um, that were just takes on their logo with the emojis, right? And I think when I look at the Minnesota Twins and their leadership, that was a collaboration with them and the feeling of doing something that's never been done before is something that resonates in a time of panic and a time of prosperity. And forget about the X's and O's of what we do, but that feeling I think resonates, right? Um, and I think that's probably the biggest thing. So I've seen that now in ticketing strategies and that growth mindset to me is probably the biggest impact that I'm proud of. And what Koshe said today for, um, you know, in his speech of just helping your fellow brother and sister out, I think that's where, um, you know, I'm really proud of making a difference in our industry during, you know, a nightmare of a year, right? Yeah. You've had so many ideas that have been brought up by you and your team. You bring them just like you would an ad agency to a mm -hmm. place and they say, nah, we don't like it or whatever that is. How do you suggest that others test out ideas that they have themselves, whether or not they work for you? If it's an idea they think might have merit, what's the, a process that you might share with people that they might go through before they really spend a whole lot of money and put into it? Yeah, so so I've, I've really become, um, got into the science of an idea. So you and I, have, we've sat at a Chicago White Sox game and um, had the great, um, you know, experience early in my career of working with them. We changed the game times from 7.05 to 7.11. Which is your idea, for, by the way. Yeah. I, I want to make note of that, that this is one of the cool ideas Dan has come yeah, up with. And, and you know what, Bill? It, what was great about it was you had people at the White Sox that bought into it right away. And then you have other ideas that you really believe in. And there's this 
you know, it never shows up on the org chart, but uh, at different organizations, there are idea killers, right? So how do you navigate that? And, and you realize great innovators, I, I've studied uh, Steve Jobs. He was afraid to share the idea for the iPod to his own staff because he thought they would hate it because we're in the computer business, right? Mm. So um, what we do is we have a, we have a, um, we really try to help organizations um, have a, what we call an innovation mindset. And so it's not about the specific idea, but it's how does the organization respond to a new idea? So it's four things. Um, when I go to you, Bill Gertine, with an idea, I want you to respect me enough as a colleague and a teammate to tell me, even if you hate my idea, tell me first, number one, what you love about the idea. And then what I want you to do second is tell me what you would do to change it. And so you get input. I value you to, to be able to give that feedback. And number three, uh, what's an idea that you have to make it better? And then we ask ourselves the question number four, should we do this? Okay. And I think when we've gotten organizations to buy into this innovation mindset, ideas don't get killed, growth mindset evolves, and it's a wonderful space to live in. I'll, I'll try to summarize one story of this in action. The Chicago Cubs on the north side of town, um, uh, a couple years ago we were working with them and the Vienna Beef sponsorship, uh, great Chicago hot dog, right? Uh, can't go wrong with it. Uh, Vienna Beef called the Cubs and said, we have an idea. This was during the World Series season. We have an idea to make the hot dog vendor the unsung hero of the team. And we'd like to give them all the day off on a special day as a PR stunt. Well, when that idea was brought to Stadium Ops, what do you think happened? Well, it went, probably went crazy. No way, right? <laughs> yeah. So it got killed. So we redid that idea. Um, so Stadium Ops, what do you love about the idea? I love making the hot dog vendor the hero. What's an idea you have to make it better? You know what? Can't give them all the day off, but can we celebrate one of them? And how do we build on this? So we came up, Forefront came up with the idea to replace that vendor with a celebrity. And 13 days later, we had Stephen Colbert at Wrigley dressed as Donnie Frank's uh, fictional hot dog character. <laughs> and Vienna, it was the largest exposure their brand has ever received with seven minutes of unfiltered prime time. And there's a magic, I think, for your listeners and just anybody that wants to innovate in this industry of what do you do at that moment when you pitch an idea? It's an insecure, it's a vulnerability, right? I want you to like my idea, but you've got to create the structure and the game plan for how those are maneuvered. And I think coming out of this pandemic, it's a wonderful time to be in our industry because people are really open to new ideas. For any young person out there just starting out in your career, you know, establish that cadence when you have that idea and ask for that feedback, use those four steps. And I found that to me is as much the science of bringing that to life as the, as the art that you and I love so much. That's great. Your business, like many others who are listening, have interns that they've used quite a bit mm -hmm. in different projects. You've had them on different things. Certainly during the pandemic, most of those internships had vanished or were transformed into more of the uh, digital only or you know remotely sort of things. There's been a lot of one-on-one -on -one elements of, of young people that have not been able to be exercised in this yep. 18 months. 
What internships had you done at Forefront at that time that you found successful remotely? And what are you looking to do now, perhaps a little differently on the on that side with interns? Yeah, so, um, I mean, one, we, we are great believers in developing uh, the whole self, right? Not just the talent, uh, the X's and O's of our industry, but also the human being. And, and this is a tough industry to break in, and those first couple of years are incredibly important. So. Um, you know, I think with us, we definitely have an always learning mentality and our our values um, really speak to, I think, the experience that the interns have had. Katie LaCroix, who I mentioned, who's, you know, uh, four years ago, she was an intern of ours from the University of Iowa. And here she is creating one of the coolest uh, promotions in sports and was named to the front office sports 25 under 25 rising stars and she's a great role model um you know for that but the number one thing that i look for in an intern uh one of our five values is um be like midge and there's a wonderful um woman she was the first female executive uh from this from any major league sports team she worked for the cubs in the 1920s and she was not a on the executive team but she came up with the idea for the season ticket the skybox, game day promotions, and names on the uniform. And we strive to have everybody on our team have a be like Midge attitude that ideas can come from anywhere. So whether you're the intern or me as the co-founder, if you can be like Midge, you can create those ideas. And I would tell any intern candidate, um, wherever you look for, make sure your voice is valued because there's an accountability back to you as well as um, you to the company as well. And I, I, I take that very seriously. Well, for any leaders listening in, uh, be like Midge, whatever that means to you would be a wonderful element to put into whatever you're doing because certainly to be able to have that, you need buy-in from leadership. And leaders need to, to see that there is value in everyone's idea, no matter how low they are on the totem pole. And just like that, a computer glitch somehow creeped into our world at the ALSD conference and stopped the recording. And we kept talking as if we thought that things were just fine, but in the end, we found that there was nothing there on the tape. We just had a couple of minutes that we spent together after what you just heard, but I wanted to say thank you to Dan McGalla, co-founder and chief innovation officer of Forefront for a fantastic interview on the science of a great idea. We hope you took away several pieces that you can use in your own world, and we'll see you soon. If you enjoyed the program, please like us, share us with those you know, and hit subscribe on the podcast, and we'll let you know when another new episode is dropped. Your positive comments will help keep the Crowdmakers on the air. We'd be grateful for your five-star review. Got someone you'd like to hear as a guest on the Crowdmakers? Let us know, and we'll do our best to reach out to them. Drop us a note at info at isbi360.com. That's info at isbi360.com. Support for the Crowdmakers comes from ISBI 360, the first and only digital training network for sports and entertainment professionals. Check out the two-minute demo at isbi360.com slash demo. That's isbi360.com slash demo. Building a better team starts with better training. Our chief engineer of the Crowdmakers is Ken Marinelli. Sean Quinn is our director of operations. Mark Yazowitz is the digital platform guru. And the executive producer of The Crowdmakers is Doug Quinn. I'm Bill Gertine. Until next time, thanks for listening, and so long for now. This is The Crowdmakers.
on the C-Suite Radio Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.